Hey, I'm Mike Slater, host of the podcast Politics by Faith, filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. It's Thursday, October 27th, 2022. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Republicans gain momentum before the midterm vote. 70% of workers look for extra employment to offset high prices. A report ranks the cities with the worst inflation, and a survey lists the most affordable states in the country. Also coming up, the message of the day. But first, voters now rank illegal immigration and crime the biggest issues heading into the midterms. With less than two weeks until the final vote, Republicans are favored to win the key races in Ohio, Georgia, now Nevada, Florida, Texas, and even Pennsylvania. Liberal Oregon may elect its first conservative governor since 1982. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is now in a dead heat against the Republican Lee Zeldin. It's beautiful. Andrew Cuomo won that race by 24 points just four years ago. And now a Republican may turn New York red. A report from Bank of America finds seven in 10 Americans are looking for extra work to offset high prices. 71% say their current salaries are not keeping up with inflation. The average weekly grocery bill is up 66% compared to last year. Jeez. Energy costs are up 100%. Nine in 10 workers have made significant changes to their spending habits in the last six months. The average family has lost $6,000 in purchasing power. Now, Bloomberg Magazine ranked the city's hardest hit by inflation. It's Houston, followed by Baltimore, Miami, Atlanta, and the biggest increase is Phoenix. Inflation in Arizona went from 2% to 13% in the last 24 months. The cost of groceries in Phoenix jumping 15% compared to last summer. Gas prices are up 54%. Now on the flip side, US News and World Report listed the most affordable places to live. Places are judged by inflation, housing costs, taxation, and income. The top five starts with Arkansas, followed by Alabama, Oklahoma, Kansas, and the least expensive state in the union, Mississippi, all red states. The average home price there is $200,000. What? Groceries are 20% cheaper than the national average, and gas prices are among the lowest in America. Coming up on the O'Reilly Update, the message of the day, that hard work ethic that we used to have in America, where is it? First of all, where to come from and where to go? We'll talk about that next. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout.
Hey, it's Mike Slater, host of the podcast, Politics by Faith, filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. I can't stop thinking about that coal miner at the Kentucky basketball game. On my podcast, we talk about the eternal principles, the ancient paths, as it says in Jeremiah 6.16. Hard work used to be one of those ancient paths in this country. But where is it today? Where is that hard work? All I see are help wanted signs everywhere. Where'd all the people go? It means there's more people on welfare than ever before, which is, it was unfathomable to do such a thing. Frederick Douglass was born a slave, worked in the salt mines as a kid, hiked a hundred miles to a city where he thought there was a school that he could go to. And when he finally got there, he had no money for food. So he went to the docks and he asked someone not for money, but if he could work to earn his breakfast never asked for money, no handout, never crossed his mind. Of course he would work to earn food. Where did that culture of hard work come from? It came from the English Reformation. See, in medieval times, the clergy made a distinction between sacred places up here and secular places down there. And then the English Reformation of the 1500s broke that division. So now everyone could connect with God. Everyone could read scripture. It wasn't in Latin. It was now in English. And every place was holy, including your job, no matter what it was. The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. touched on this. He said, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as a Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. And not only was every place holy, but everything you did was seen as a form of worship. I was just in Montrose, Colorado. I was giving a speech at a pro-life center, salt of the earth people. And the guy who picked me up from the airport, Steve, he's, he's retired now, but he used to fix copy machines and fax machines. And he hated his job and he hated one of his clients in particular, Jim. And he was complaining to his wife and his wife said, Steve, it's not Jim's copy machine you're fixing. It's Jesus's copy machine. Now, listen, you can scoff at that silly line, but do you see what she's saying? That represented something that we used to have in this country, that all your work is sacred and all of your work is an act of worship to God and all of your work should be done to the best of your ability all the time. I'm not saying you got to be a Christian. I'm telling you, this was our American ethos of hard work and that's where it came from. So whose copy machine is it? And I say all this to tell you about Michael McGuire. Michael McGuire works in a coal mine in Kentucky and he rushed home from work. He didn't have time to take a shower covered in soot from head to toe. And he took his three-year-old boy to a Kentucky basketball game. And someone took a picture and the head coach, coach Calipari saw it. His grandfather used to work in a Kentucky coal mine and the coach offered him free tickets to the next game. I just think that's like, yes, that's the hard work we used to have. Is it fun? To work in the coal mines? Probably not. But it's meaningful and he's providing for his family and that's what matters. And I just think, thank goodness that our colonists had that culture of hard work, which they got from the English Reformation and brought to the new world. And thank goodness our founders had it too. If the generations before us didn't have that hard work culture, we wouldn't be here today. And unless we start embracing that culture of coal miner McGuire again, where will we be tomorrow? Something you might not know. Coming up next.
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hey, it's Mike Slater filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. For every president in his first term, that first midterm election, his party gets crushed. It's, it just always happens. The only exception is George W. Bush, but that was right after 9-11. Ronald Reagan, his first midterm, the Republicans in the House lost 26 seats. Bill Clinton, his first midterm election, the Democrats lost 52 Barack Obama, his first midterm, the Democrats lost 63 seats. Donald Trump, his first midterm, the Republicans lost 40. So this is just what happens. It always has. So the Democrats, of course, are going to lose the House, probably the Senate, and it shouldn't be a surprise. The only surprise will be if the Democrats lose fewer than 40 seats because the economy is a lot worse today than it was in any of those other years, and the economy is all anyone cares about. The Democrats tried to make this election about January 6th and abortion, but no, no one cares. It's the economy, crime, and the border. Now, what do all three of those things have in common? Well, I think they all fall under the umbrella of chaos. People just feel that things are off, that things are wrong. Most people can't articulate it. Right? That's why pollsters ask the question, do you think things are moving in the right direction? And I've seen polls that say, only 13% of people think things are moving in the right direction. So people just feel that we're off, but can't articulate it. It's no different than if you go to the mechanic and the mechanic says, hey, what's wrong with the car? And you're like, well, I don't know. It's like a, like a grinding and crunching sort of noise with the brakes. And very few people go to the mechanic and say, oh, yeah, my brake pads are so worn that the rotor disc and caliper are rubbing against each other. You can't articulate it. You go to the doctor. The doctor's like, hey, what's wrong? You're like, ah, a bit nauseous. Like, uh, mostly my stomach feels like a burning kind of feeling. Very few people will say, oh, I got a peptic ulcer, doc. I need amoxicillin to get rid of the H. pylori bacterium. And it's the same with politics. Very few people can articulate the symptoms of our country right now. But it's, it's sort of like a grinding or a crunching and a nausea and burning. It just feels not right. It's too much chaos. And people are rightfully blaming the Democrats. So what does Biden do? Well, he just did an interview with a transgender TikTok star and said it's immoral to not surgically remove the body parts of transgender kids. What? The Democrats deserve to lose. The question is, can the Republicans make it right? More coming up. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you, Bill, for letting me fill in. If you like Bill O'Reilly, you'll like my podcast, Politics by Faith. Please give it a subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow.